Hello everyone, my name is Fred Pennick, founder of HIT Consultant, where our focus is to provide informative digital media for healthcare technology professionals. In this interview, I will be speaking with Michael Trader, co-founder and president of M2SYS, for an insightful conversation about biometric patient identification technology. M2SYS's Right Patient Solution is the only multi-biometric patient identification system that uses fingerprint, palm vein, finger vein, iris, and face recognition to ensure 100% patient accuracy, strengthen patient safety, and reduce hospital liability. During our conversation, Michael will describe the advantages of biometric patient identification technology, including how it can help prevent duplicate medical records, identity theft, and ultimately improve data interoperability across health information exchanges and integrated delivery networks. And so, quick overview on, on myself and, and M2SYS. Uh, I am the president and co-founder of M2SYS Technology. We are a decade-old biometrics technology firm. And uh, we've got quite, quite a bit of experience in biometrics across a wide variety of different, different industries and project sizes. Um, the uh, healthcare solution that we are placing a lot of focus on at the moment is called Right Patient. Uh, this is a biometric patient identification system, and it's actually sold under a subsidiary of M2SYS uh, called M2SYS Healthcare Solutions. So that particular business unit has complete 100% focus on providing identity management solutions for the healthcare industry. So in addition to right patient, we actually have other solutions that uh, can add value within a hospital environment, for example. Uh, but uh, the flagship product under that business unit is the right patient solution. Perfect. And how, how much of your business is um, focused on healthcare, um, or is it just a combination of you know, so many different ones because I, I would imagine that healthcare is probably increasingly larger focus um, that, you know, due to what's going on in the marketplace right now. Absolutely. Yeah, no question about it. Um, well, I, I would, you know, I can say that 100% of our focus for under M2SYS Healthcare Solutions, that business unit obviously is, is, is towards healthcare. Um, if you look at uh, M2SYS technology as a whole, I would say, uh, you know, at least probably 20-25% of our focus is, is on healthcare. We've had quite a bit of experience in the healthcare vertical uh, for some years. You know, we, we've, we've sold our biometric technology to other software companies that have integrated it into their applications and resold it to their customers in the healthcare segment. Uh, and uh, through those channel partners, we have hundreds if not thousands of deployments uh, within the healthcare sector. You know, for example, uh, one of our integrators is, um, uh, or actually we have a few integrators that make dental practice management software. Uh, and uh, so they've integrated into our biometric engine and resell to their dental practices and orthodontic practices to authenticate employees that are logging into their applications uh, and uh, accessing sensitive patient information and also to authenticate patients. Uh, we have uh, deployments in hospitals of our right patient technology, uh, sub, uh, uh, deployments in the U.S. in addition to deployments internationally as well. 
Um, and uh, we have uh, other solutions, as I mentioned before, that uh, can also provide value within a hospital environment. Uh, for example, a solution called Right Punch, which is a PC-based biometric time clock that's sort of an alternative to the traditional wall-mounted time clock. So we interface behind the scenes with uh, popular workforce management platforms from companies like Kronos, ADP, Empower, and uh, it's basically a more affordable alternative to the traditional wall-mounted time clock. Wow. So what advantages does biometric technology for patient ID offer over more traditional forms of identification? Well, um, you know, as we, if we look at the actual traditional forms of identification, the biggest advantage is that uh, biometrics cannot be shared, forged, or stolen. Um, so if you look at uh, a form of identification such as a driver's license, um, especially in the, in the healthcare market, you know, that kind of identification uh, credential can uh, open up the door for fraud and, and other potential issues, uh, whereas biometrics is, uh, you know, unique, a unique physical characteristic that's associated to an individual. And uh, that characteristic can, cannot be borrowed, um, you know, definitely can't, uh, can't borrow your, your iris template, let's say, for example, or your palm vein template um, and, uh, and, and use it as my own. Um, but uh, something like an identity card, a social security card even, or a driver's license can be easily forged, shared with, uh, with friends or, or family members. So, uh, you know, that, that's the biggest um, uh, advantage of using biometrics over, over other traditional forms of identification in terms of um, helping to eliminate fraud and, and safeguarding the uh, the safety of the patient at the same time. You know, certainly there's advantages uh, to the hospital uh, as well in being able to, you know, irrefutably um, identify a patient, uh, which again are, are linked into ensuring the highest level of patient safety. Um, but uh, really, you know, because your, your biometric characteristics are absolutely unique to you um, and uh, cannot be shared with others, you know, that, that's the biggest advantage that biometric technology offers. And it can definitely prevent uh, duplicate medical records, correct? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it, you know that that goes to the type of biometric system that you are implementing, uh, and how the how the system is actually matching the biometric templates behind the scenes. Um, uh, but if you um, if you implement a biometric solution for patient identification and it is using the right form of authentication behind the scenes, then certainly it can be used to prevent the creation of, of duplicate medical records, uh, which is a, a huge advantage not only to the hospital but also to um, the healthcare industry at large and to patients because, you know, hospitals first and foremost are focused on providing the highest level, levels of patient safety. Um, you know, that, that's been the Joint Commission's number one goal uh, for the past, I think, 10 years in a row. Uh, and so there's a, there's a huge focus on that, obviously, within the healthcare industry. Um, and whenever you have a situation where a person cannot be authenticated, let's say uh, a patient walks into a hospital and, and has no identification on them whatsoever, what do you do in that case? Um, and in most cases, hospitals have to create a new medical record. Whenever that happens, they um, no longer have access to the complete medical history of that patient. 
And, uh, you know, th this, this can be a, a great disadvantage because if I, if I don't have access to your complete medical history, I don't know necessarily how to provide the proper level of care or the highest level of care. And so one of the advantages that Biometrics offers in that scenario is that regardless of um, whether or not you have authentication, you can be identified, and you can be identified with an extremely high degree of accuracy. Uh, so that um, if uh, you have no identification, your medical record and your history can still be retrieved, or if you are fraudulently trying to identify yourself, um, that scenario can be mitigated uh, to ensure that um, uh, you, you know, the system is not taken advantage of, um, the hospital is not, uh, is not losing money, uh, and also you know, preventing what are called overlays, which is where um, a, a patient is misidentified uh, and actually um, treatment, procedures, whatever's being you know, administered while you're there at the hospital is actually being associated to the wrong patient record. And so it's a process, obviously, for the hospital to go in and find those, um, uh, you know, those kind of situations and, and clean them up within their, within their system. So the use of biometrics for patient identification resolves all of these problems. And, uh, you know, that, those are the biggest advantages that, uh, that it offers in general uh, w within that space. Now, what type of return on investment can a medical facility achieve by eliminating um, those two patient safety issues, which is the duplicate medical records and identity theft? Great question. Um, there's a, there's a study that um, uh, that was conducted uh, that that actually looked at the cost uh, associated to duplicate medical records to a hospital, and um, what that study found was essentially there are fifty dollars in hidden operational costs uh, that can be attributed to each duplicate record pair, and those costs, of course. Um, are attributed to, first of all, finding the duplicate and then going through the process of uh, merging those, those records together. Uh, so every hospital, uh, you know, regardless of uh, the processes that they have in place uh, and uh, how compliant they are with those processes to properly identify their patients, every hospital has duplicates in their system. Um, the, the percentage of, uh, of their, you know, the percent duplicate rate varies, of course, among hospitals, but uh, typically on average you can see anywhere from a 2 to 5 percent duplicate rate within a given hospital. And so if you look at the number of daily patient visits that a hospital has and you amortize that over, let's say, 12 months, um, mm -hmm. if you then multiply those visits by the duplicate rate, and even if you're conservative and use a 1% or 2% duplicate rate, and then multiply that number by the $50 that it costs to actually um, merge those duplicates together, find and merge those duplicates, you can see very quickly that there's an extraordinary cost simply to um, uh, having those duplicates in place. Now, now, this doesn't even take into consideration the effect on patient safety, uh, so, you know, this is purely operational costs attributed to the duplicate medical records. Uh, but, but, you know, depending on the size of the hospital, if you have a, a good number of patient visits, uh, those, those costs can add up to a, to a pretty significant number. If you look at then um, the fact that biometrics or having a biometric system for patient identification can prevent the creation of duplicate medical records, 
then you can quickly see what the return on investment is um, solely, again, in terms of utilizing the system uh, to prevent the duplicates. There are other uh, ancillary benefits to utilizing biometrics. Uh, for example, it uh, helps to streamline the uh, patient check-in and registration process. Uh, we, we found that um, uh, you know, there's a significant amount of time that can be saved uh, during that initial registration process um, when, when a patient arrives at the hospital uh, in using the biometric system, anywhere from 30 seconds to two minutes, uh, typically on average can be, can be saved. And uh, so when you uh, extrapolate those numbers, you know, it's a huge amount of time savings that, uh, that can be utilized and, and invested into other areas, such as uh, focusing on patient safety, you know, allowing your, your uh, admitting staff, let's say, for example, uh, to uh, focus on patient, patient relations rather than paperwork you know, that's required to uh, uh, facilitate the, the check-in process. Um, it can also help to improve the patient experience. Um, you know, because, uh, because in using a biometric system, there doesn't necessarily have to be as much dialogue uh, and exchange of information between the healthcare provider and the patient, um, you know, the patient can feel more secure uh, and, and, uh, and uh, you know, have a, have a, better, um, a better overall experience because they know that they don't necessarily have to share a lot of sensitive information about themselves. Um, and in some cases, when, uh, when hospital administrators face the situation of patients um, not having proper authentication, uh, you know, that kind of question and answer uh, back and forth between the administrator and the patient uh, in order to uh, verify who that person is can be awkward and uncomfortable, both for the patient and for uh, the, uh, the healthcare administrator. So the use of biometrics uh, removes that, you know, in some cases from the equation and can have a very positive imp impact on the, the patient experience because of that. Now that, now that you just brought up the patient experience and with the announcement of the Meaning for You Stage 2 final, final rules, uh, one of the Stage 2 requirements is really focused on uh, patient experience. Um, mm -hmm. And it seems that biometric technology can really kind of serve as an aid to help end that uh, patient experience. And, and as well as leads me to my next question, from a workflow integration standpoint, um, does right patient really integrate well with existing EMR systems? Um, what are, what are, can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, absolutely. Um, with respect to, to the solution that M2SYS provides specifically, the, the right patient solution that you had mentioned, um, we do have a very unique approach uh, to the way that uh, our, our technology interfaces with a hospital's existing EHR software. And, and I think this is an important characteristic that any hospital uh, that is evaluating uh, potentially the, the use of biometrics for patient identifications should take into consideration, you know, how exactly does the system uh, work with, with their existing uh, EHR or, or patient management system. So uh, with respect to the right patient solution, we have a unique middleware technology that uh, um, is proprietary to M2SYS that allows us to seamlessly interface with the, patient, with the hospital's existing EHR software so that our biometric module uh, appears as a completely seamless component. Um, 
the, the staff members, the hospital staff members that are utilizing right patient never feel as if they are exiting the EHR software. So it's not as if they have to install and utilize a separate and completely independent application that's used specifically for the you know, patient biometric identification. Uh, so uh, the, way that we, the way that we do that um, interface is, is very unique. Uh, and uh, requires very little resource involvement from the hospital. Um, you know, there is no code level integration, there's no system level integration, no database level integration. We can actually uh, configure our software to talk to the EHR application uh, in a matter of days, uh, which allows a hospital to start deploying the solution, implementing the solution in uh, less than a week. And, and this is something that, um, uh, you know, has a significant impact, obviously, because one of the cost factors, of course, that a hospital looks at um, it are FTEs, you know, that the, the, the number of resources, the hours that, that uh, those resources would need to spend on, on implementing a, a solution uh, like right patient. And so whatever you can do to minimize those FTEs has a significant um, impact on, on your return on investment. And because of the unique nature of, of our middleware technology, uh, we, we minimize uh, those FTEs to a point where, you know, in some cases, we don't even require any involvement from the hospital's IT team whatsoever. Uh, they can uh, basically just, uh, you know, set us up with uh, access to their EHR software. Uh, we configure our application to communicate with it. Uh, we've already built interfaces to many of the uh, popular EHR applications, and so it's just a matter of, um, you know, tailoring the interface to talk to their specific, uh, uh, their specific uh, instance and, and how they have it set up. Uh, and uh, once that's done, uh, they can immediately start installing the software and uh, training their employees on how to utilize it. Uh, so that, that type of seamless uh, interface has a huge impact because if you were managing a, a separate and independent application, it opens the door for you know, things like keystroke error. If I had to manually retype the medical record number or other demographic information, um, then uh, you know, I face the same challenge potentially that I would without the biometric system if I were manually looking up a patient uh, or you know, if I were retrieving a, a patient list of names that were very common, let's say, for example, and, and you know, multiple patients uh, came up in the search results, you know, the process of going through and picking out the right patient, I mean, that's exactly the, the type of solution that we're trying to, uh, to solve, you know, with the biometric system. So whenever you have a product that requires you to enter in information, then, of course, it opens the door for user error and, um, uh, you know, and, and that's, that's something that's, that's resolved quite easily with, with our approach to the solution. And I think we, we, kind of, we kind of briefly touched on this already, but how can, how can biometric technology help hospitals improve data integrity and data interoperability across health information exchanges as well as integrated delivery networks? That's, that's another great question, and, and we actually uh, recently published an article uh, about this exact subject. So, um, as we all know, you know, HIEs are, are growing in popularity uh, for, for good reason, of course. I mean, clearly the move towards electronic health records has a lot to do with this. Uh, and uh, the ultimate goal is to, to make it, uh, you know, as, as close to a ubiquitous system as possible so that data can be very easily shared uh, between disparate enterprises. Uh, for the, the betterment of, of the healthcare industry at large and, and ultimately for, um, you know, to achieve highest level, the highest levels of patient safety 
for, for patients. Um, and so with that groundswell uh, of um, you know, interest in, in joining HIEs, uh, it, it comes with a, a, a bit of a challenge you know, or, or a few different challenges that, uh, that are faced. I mean, first of all, um, of course, going through the process of making sure that those disparate systems can uh, share information uh, and, and do it in an effective manner. You know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of development that goes into that. Um, but then on top of that, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you still are dealing with individual hospitals that are part of a larger network or part of an exchange um, that have their own processes, their own compliance procedures that they're following, and. If a hospital um, has, has different processes or different procedures that they're following uh, that potentially could cause a greater or increased number of duplicate medical records, let's say, for example, you know, it only takes one duplicate in an HIE to poison every other hospital that's a member of that exchange. And so the, the, the situation, the duplicate challenge compounds whenever, it is, whenever you, know, you talk about an HIE. Um, or you look at it at the HIE level. So one of the big benefits to utilizing biometrics for patient identification specifically is that we can help to improve and ensure the level of data integrity within an HIE uh, to make sure that regardless of the uh, processes that a particular hospital is following, um, we can be sure that with respect to their patient identification process, uh, we are not creating duplicates that potentially can poison the HIE. Uh, and really, there's, uh, there's only one way that, that you can do that, and, and it's by uh, implementing a system that has a, a true back-end deduplication mechanism. So you want to have a biometric system that has the ability to compare one biometric template against all stored templates within the HIE. And if you don't have a system that, that, can, that has that ability, uh, then it still opens the door for uh, potential duplicates to be created and, and for fraud to be uh, perpetrated as well. Um, and so that, that's really where biometrics can play a, a huge role in ensuring that the data across an HIE or an IDN uh, is, uh, is of the highest integrity uh, because uh, we know that, um, uh, you know, when, it, when a patient is identified with biometrics, they can be identified with, with certainty uh, and uh, regardless of which hospital in the exchange that that patient is visiting, the correct medical record can be retrieved uh, and a duplicate, you know, cannot be created and, and fed to the rest of the hospitals in the network. Now, you mentioned data integrity, um, being able to improve the level of data integrity. What other additional uses of biometric technology can be utilized in a hospital environment? Uh, well, you know, biometrics can, can certainly be utilized in a number of different areas within the hospital that, uh, that can provide value. Um, one other popular area is um, for single sign-on. Uh, so, um, you know, access to uh, physician order entry systems, let's say, for example, uh, being able to uh, eradicate, um, uh, you know, password reset management, the costs that are associated with that, having to maintain and manage passwords uh, for various employees that are accessing um, all of the different applications that are utilized within a hospital environment. So single sign-on, you know, having the ability to basically just scan your, your biometric to log into uh, your, your network and also to access any application that you're using within the hospital. That's a huge area for the use of, of biometrics. Uh, in addition, 
Um, areas uh, like workforce management um, are also, um, uh, you know, great, uh, great potential uh, show great potential uses for biometric technology. Um, for example, uh, time clocks. Uh, so, you know, in, in the workforce management arena. Uh, there's an issue that's known as buddy punching, and uh, this is basically one one employee punching in or out for another employee, uh, and uh, you know it, it costs a, a business or or a healthcare provider money. You know whenever that happens, because either uh, you're paying an employee uh, that, uh, or in, in every case, you're you're paying an employee that's actually physically not there uh, working. And so biometrics, of course, because it holds you completely accountable, um, you can you know identify with certain certainty that this employee clocked in. Uh, on this date from this location, uh, then you know that that can really help to protect your investment, and uh, so that's certainly another area where biometrics can be utilized. Uh, in addition, access control, so um, physical access control, uh, using biometrics to unlock doors to secure areas within the hospital environment. Uh, this is another potential area where uh, biometrics can be leveraged. Has biometric technology been independently tested? and certified, and why should hospitals be concerned about this? It's a, another great question. Um, the answer to that question is, is that certain biometric tech technologies have been independently tested and, and do adhere to industry standards, uh, whereas other biometric technologies have not. So if you look at modalities such as fingerprint and iris, you know, th these are biometric technologies that have been used for decades in, in law enforcement uh, and have been subjected to uh, numerous third-party testing and, and uh, industry certifications. Um, in addition, there is an organization called NIST, the National Institute of Standards and Technologies, uh, that um, uh, provides standards um, that biometric technology uh, biometric technologies follow in terms of um, the data format, you know, the way that data can be saved, the biometric data can be saved. And uh, the reason for that is, is because, um, you know, if the data can be saved in a standard format, then it can be shared, you know, w between different systems. Uh, and, and that has a, a huge benefit uh, in, in certain cases. Um, and so, y you know, when, when looking at the use of biometric technology in healthcare specifically, um, we, we don't know the future of, of the industry, right? I mean, we've already seen so many changes with respect to uh, technology in general in the healthcare industry just over the past couple of years. So when you look at biometrics, um, you, you know, there could be new systems that are entering the market. There could be different ways that uh, um, uh, healthcare providers are looking at leveraging the technology. And there, there definitely could be um, a strong possibility of, of for the need to share, you know, information, share data, um, just just as we're seeing with medical records within an HIE, for example. So the ability to store that data in an industry standard um, format becomes extremely important because of that. And so, you know, when evaluating which biometric solutions on the market you you want to implement, you want to, that's something that that should be kept in mind. You know, is this a modality or a type of biometric um, that does allow me potentially to share this data more easily, uh, in addition to um, being able to sh to store the the actual data in an industry standard format? Does the biometric technology allow me to uh, save a copy of the actual biometric image? Um, if you look at um, something like iris recognition, for example, you know the 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 iris camera takes a picture and store and 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 the system 
should give you the ability to actually store the, the image of the person's eyes. And the, the reason why that's important is because what if you have a situation where um, a patient uh, visits a hospital, they have, they're authenticated with the biometric system, they have a number of tests and procedures that are done, uh, they get a, a bill for $250,000, and they refute the bill and say, well, that wasn't me. Now, if you have a biometric system in place that uh, gives you that ability to store the image, then you have an audit trail. You have something that you can retrieve and potentially compare the actual physical image against that patient's image. Uh, so, you know, if you were to take that patient to court, for example, you could have a forensic specialist do an actual comparison of the images themselves to determine whether or not uh, it was that, that person. Um, if you're utilizing a, another biometric system that doesn't provide you with that ability to store an actual image of the biometric, then, then what happens? Then, you know, any patient can claim that it wasn't them that actually performed that authentication, and you'd have nothing to link it back to, uh, to, uh, you know, to refute that with, with, with certainty. Um, so these are the types of things that, you know, hospitals should really keep in mind. You know, am I investing in a solution that allows for interoperability in the future as this market continues to grow? Am I investing in a solution that gives me a concrete audit trail of activity in case I ever face that kind of situation in the future uh, where, where that, uh, that type of um, assessment, or you know, not assessment, but, but that type of claim that's made by a patient can be refuted? You know, these are extremely important questions to ask when uh, evaluating the, the biometric solution that you're um, potentially going to invest in. And I, I think that's really important, um, what you just highlighted. You know, as an organization, it's, it's really good to think long-term and not uh, be so short-term, as well as see where biometric technology fits in with your other long-term goals and see how to make, you know, to get the best bang for your buck and make sure that everything is in line uh, for the long-term. That's right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, this is, uh, this is an investment that you do expect to be a long-term investment, um, and uh, your, your biometric database is, is, is only, only going to continue to grow, you know, with each new patient that you put into it. So you never want to be into a situation where years into the future you've, you've made this big investment, you've gone through the process of, uh, of enrolling all of these patients, and then you find out that your data can't be utilized, can't be shared, you know, can't isn't interoperable with other systems. Um, you don't have the ability to utilize other biometric scanners, let's say, for example. You know, if you look at uh, the fingerprint market, the iris market, there are a lot of different devices out there on the market uh, that, uh, that can be utilized. And, and new devices, new technologies that are being invented every single day. Um, so am I investing in a system that allows me to leverage those, those advances in the technology? Um, and and, and that's, that's another area where, you know, the, the, um, uh, the independent um, uh, data comes into play. You know, the, the standards of that data really come into play and have an effect. Uh, because if you're investing in a solution that um, does allow you to utilize multiple uh, scanners, you know, within a particular biometric modality, uh, then it, you are able to, to capitalize on the advancements in the technology. You know, also, if changes are made to the technology, um, what impact does it have on the biometric data that's being stored in the system? Um, does it change the data at all so that, uh, you know, the data then becomes uh, unusable? You know, you want to avoid those kind of situations, of course, because you're making an investment, as you mentioned, for the long term in this technology. And so these are extremely important questions to ask when, when evaluating the system. Now, if 
let's say I'm a I'm a CFO, I'm a CIO. Why why should I care about biometric technology? Um, you know, right now, all I'm focused on is meaningful use. Um, right behind that, I'm, I'm thinking about ICD-10. I'm thinking about accountable care. Um, what do you do to make hospital leadership see the value in biometric technology and why should they care and how does that technology coincide and go along and help them uh, reach the goals that they're already focused on, which is meaningful use in ICD-10 and uh, accountable care. You know, if if you look at at those uh, if you look at those standards, um, meaningful use and 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 all of the other standards that 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 come to follow, these are put in place to achieve higher rates of patient safety. I mean that's that's the ultimate goal. Uh, and so if a hospital, you know, if a CIO or a CFO, CFO may be concerned about other areas too, but um, if, if the overall goal of the organization is uh, to not only meet these mandates, but also to, um, you know, make sure that they are taking steps to improve the quality of patient care and the level of patient safety, the reason why they should be in, uh, interested in biometric technology is because everything with, with respect to patient safety starts with accurate patient identification. If I cannot accurately identify my patients, there is no way, whatever happens after that, and it doesn't matter what, what kind of technology you have in place, what standards you've met, there's no way that I can provide the, the highest level of care to that patient. And that is why not only CIOs, CFOs, and other executives within the hospital should be focused on biometrics and should care about biometrics, but the industry at large should be very focused on, on biometrics and the value that it can provide with respect to patient identification because that is the starting point. Uh, and again, as we discussed earlier with respect to HIEs and as they continue to grow, um, you, you don't want to have a situation in place where uh, you know, you've got all this great back end technology, but you haven't taken any steps at the very, very first step in the process uh, to implement technology that addresses that. Because if not, then all you're doing is utilizing this great technology to spread bad data. And, and that's exactly why uh, these, these executives should be very concerned and very focused about uh, patient safety and, and identification and you know, bi why biometrics and how biometrics can, can be leveraged to, uh, 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 to ensure that um, patient identification is, is, being, uh, is being done with the highest level of integrity. I agree. I agree. I definitely agree. Any final thoughts or comments? Um, one other thing, quick thing that I, w I did want to mention, I, I had talked a, a little bit previously about the differences in, in the forms of, of biometric authentication, and, and this is a key factor, I believe, as well when, when considering um, what to look for, you know, um, uh, when evaluating a biometric solution. So in the biometric world, in our industry, there are really three different forms, three main forms of biometric authentication. We have what's called one-to-one -one verification, one-to-few segmented identification, and one-to-many identification. And the way that each of these work is, is a little bit different, but it has a big impact on uh, how the system can be leveraged to prevent duplicates and prevent fraud. With one-to-one -one verification, the biometric system is only ever comparing a, a scan template or a captured template against one uh, stored template 
or, or a set of, of templates that, are, that are, are associated to a particular person. Now, the way that that is done in most cases uh, is before the patient provides their biometric or scans their, their biometric, um, they have to provide some credential first about themselves. You know, something that is unique that locates a stored biometric template, uh, enrollment template that was taken from the patient during the enrollment process. And so, for example, you could use a PIN number. Um, you know, you type in your PIN number. That PIN number points to a stored biometric template. Then you scan your biometric, and the system compares the scan template to that one stored template that you've already located with the credential. So, hence the term one-to-one -one comparison, right? It's answering the question, are you who you claim to be? So, I'm claiming to right. be this person. Here's my credential. You know, now I'm scanning to verify. The, uh, the next form of authentication is what we call one-to-many segmented identification. And in this type of uh, uh, authentication model, the biometric system narrows down uh, the number of templates that it's actually comparing against. Um, and this may be due to um, a limitation on, on the matching speed of the biometric algorithm, let's say, for example. Uh, so if you want to improve the matching speed and get a result faster, you may not necessarily be able to compare the scan template against all stored templates. So therefore, you have to have a mechanism to segment the biometric database. And typically, in, in these kind of scenarios, uh, something like a birth date might be used. So prior to the patient scanning their biometric, they provide a date of birth. And then when they scan their biometric, their captured template is only compared against other templates that have that same date of birth. Now, the problem with that, uh, that authentication model is that uh, it still opens the door potentially for fraud and for duplicate medical records to be created. So, for example, I could walk into a hospital today and say, you know, I'm Michael Trader, my birth date is XYZ, enroll my biometric template, and then I could walk in the next day and say, my name is John Smith, my birth date is ABC, and enroll the same bi biometric template. So the system, because it is not comparing the scan template against all stored templates, would never be able to catch me in those kind of scenarios. And as you can see, it then opens the door for fraud and, and the creation of duplicates. So that, that's something, you know, it, it's very important to, to know what exactly is going on behind the scenes with the biometric system that you're evaluating. Uh, the third and, and final um, uh, uh, authentication method is what we call one-to-many identification. And this answers the question simply, who are you? So you don't have to provide any other information. All you do is scan your biometric, uh, and the system will compare the captured template against all stored templates, hence the one-to-many comparison. Now, that is the only true way uh, to prevent duplicates and to prevent fraud. Um, and, for example, in, in our system, during the actual biometric enrollment process, we perform a one-to-many deduplication check so that if a duplicate exists in the system, we catch it right then and there. And that's exactly how our system can be leveraged to create uh, a, a duplicate entry. Any, any other comments, final thoughts or anything? Uh, Nope, just that, you know, as I, as I mentioned before, um, I, I think we're, we're in a very exciting time within the healthcare technology space. You know, obviously a lot of this is being driven by the legislation, um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's without question an exciting time, and, and, and we're moving uh, in, in a direction where um, information can be shared more, more, more easily, uh, information can be made available more readily, and it's all to the benefit of the healthcare industry and the benefit of, of patients. Uh, and, and healthcare providers. Um, and so, you know, going back to the, the point that was brought up earlier, um, 
you know, everything starts with accurate patient identification. So uh, I, I truly hope that um, you know, this podcast helps to educate the market a little bit further about how biometric technology can really be leveraged to uh, improve patient identification because that is the first step in the process. Uh, and um, you know, I, I think it, it really cannot be overstated how important that is, um, that, uh, that that piece of the puzzle is, is uh, resolved and that we are taking steps necessary to leverage technology like biometrics that's available um, in order to uh, um, more accurately identify patients and um, uh, you know, make sure that the data that we are saving and, and sharing uh, with across the healthcare industry is, uh, is accurate and, and of uh, the highest integrity. I appreciate it as, as well, Fred. And, and uh, you know, again, I, I really appreciate the opportunity to, to just get the information out there because there, there are a lot of different factors to be considered when, when evaluating a biometric system. Uh, and uh, hopefully, you know, it's an ongoing process, of course, but uh, we're, we're trying to do our best at educating the market to um, help them understand what the differences are between the technologies and the solutions that are that are out there. You know, make sure that they're asking the right questions. Am I investing in a solution that um, is hygienic? Uh, you know, is, is truly contactless? And am I investing in a solution that uh, can be used across all demographics? You know, it's something that we haven't we hadn't talked about. But some of the biometric modalities out there, for example, can't be used with children, whereas others can be used across you know the the entire age age population. Um, some biometric modalities, you have to re-enroll uh, your, your patients on a regular basis, uh, whereas with others, you know, you can enroll them one time. Their biometric template is the same throughout their entire life from a very early age and never have to be enrolled. Uh, some have different matching speeds. You know, the way that the, the uh, process is done behind the scenes varies, which has an impact on the ability to truly prevent duplicates and prevent fraud. You know, so it, it, can the data be shared you know, between exchanges or, or within exchanges or IDNs? You know, these are the types of questions that are extremely important uh, uh, to hospitals, you know, that they should be asking their vendors you know, or, the, or their potential vendors when they're evaluating these solutions. And uh, I really, really appreciate uh, the opportunity to you know, use uh, this interview as a platform to you know, help to get that information out there.